around the horn, John Burton, Pete Weber, the voice of the Predators, Philip Cox with us from Strike and Spare, and um, something that we started, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years ago was called Picking with the Pickers, and Vince Gill did it every Friday for three years mm. and then joined some garage bands out, you know, playing, you know, little podunk, you know, backwater places. Vince Gill. Vinny, good morning. How you doing, man? Thanks for the memory. <laughs> Vinny, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. I'm down in Houston, Texas, and life is good. I just got to spend the last couple of off days uh, with my 98-year-old mama. Oh, wow. And uh, it was really sweet. You know, she's struggling to get around and all that now like you should be when you're that old, but... It was just good to sit around and learn tell me the same stories over and over. It was awesome. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, I saw where you yeah. guys would play Tulsa, and I knew that was happening, uh-huh. right? Yep. Yeah, we played we played Tulsa on Tuesday, and then we're playing Houston tonight. And, and uh, it just looked like a great opportunity for me to get home and see my mama a little bit. I played in Omaha on Saturday, and then after that, I went down and we watched the Super Bowl and had a big time. It was a hell of a game. And Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was great fun. Vince Ello, the voice of the Predators, Pete Weber. Hey, Petey. How you doing, Vince? I I'm just the same, to, man. How about you? Great. Now, I had to remind well, these guys about what it was like in the early years of the Predators, and I'll never forget introducing you to my broadcast partner, Terry Crisp. Do you recall what you <laughs> said to him when you, when you two uh, first met? I probably... I don't know. I probably said, you know, I watched you play when I was a kid. <laughs> yep. Terry, Terry was playing with the Oklahoma City Blazers, which was right. the farm team of the Boston Bruins in the mid-60s. And and I went to hockey games all the time, even back when I was an eight-year-old kid. And wow. always loved the game. And, and, and he started laughing. He goes, you saw me play with the Blazers? I said, yeah, probably <laughs> got your autograph somewhere stuck away in the attic. And uh, it made for... For a great friendship with all of us, with you and with, yes. with Terry and, and his bride, and they are. If you're going to have a party, those would be the first two people you should invite. Party <laughs> totally agree. They make, yeah, man, they make life so beautiful and so much fun. I'm crazy about them. Outstanding. Thank you for that, Vince. Yeah, and yeah, uh, by the way, uh, our Preds took it on the chin nine to two last night. Um, didn't know if you saw That's that. a lot in a hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Tied for the most ever against the Preds. <laughs> uh, I told him, I said, I'll root for him no matter what happens. Those early days, man, it was it was rough. It was rough to compete. Yes, it was. All that stuff. And, and you know, I, I'm not a – I'm the furthest thing from, like, a fair-weather fan. I will never leave early. But isn't it funny – I think it's so amazing how if you got a team and you root for and you're way behind, you don't think you'll ever catch up. If you're way ahead, you don't think you'll ever hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you love a team, you know, weird. But uh, I, I love them boys. I've been rooting for them since they've been here. Vince, how's the no tour going? What? I mean, what, uh, Steely Dan, Donald Fagan, Steely Dan opening for the Eagles. That's um, – that's pretty strong right there. It's pretty good. I'm drawing a little bit, a little bit better than I had been, so this is fun. 
<laughs> I got some big crowds coming to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Popularity. <laughs> oh, man. It is so much fun. You know, I've, we've talked about this a hundred times and probably at nausea people that listen, but it is so neat to play these songs. That's the, the thing I love most. When you go come see this show and you see Steely Dan and then you see us, you, you know every song you've heard in a, in a three-hour show, and that's remarkable. You know, it's so much fun. I'm having a ball. Is there but one hey, of hey, them? The, hey, the, what? Yeah, is there one of them, though, you're right in the middle of it and you go, oh, crap, I'm doing this? There's a few, well, there's, there's a, most of them, but um, <laughs> the, two that, the two that are emotional for me a lot of times are playing Rocky Mountain Way with Joe. Yeah. Because I, as a 13-year-old kid, I was in my room trying to learn how to play that song. And I played it at every little dance that we had in our schools. And, you know, whatever little rock band I had put together, we always did Rocky Mountain Way. And then the other one that really kills me is Desperado. I just, I've always loved that song and, and, and played a bunch of Eagle songs in those early bands I was in, even bluegrass bands, we would play Eagle songs and, I remember asking Don Henley when I first started. I said, "Okay, tell me the truth. Don't, don't, don't BS me. But what, what's the first song you and Glenn ever wrote?" And he smiled and said, "Desperado." Yeah. I said, wow. "You've got to be kidding me! You, you, you had to have written some crappy songs." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that didn't. But that wasn't uh-huh. until their second album, though, that that came, you know, obviously the themed album. Yeah. Uh, their yeah, second it album. Came out on this. Yeah, but Linda Ronstadt recorded it. Yes. Ah. Before before they did. And and so I told him, I said, I don't believe you. He said, no, that's, that's the first song we ever wrote together. Wow. And then Linda cut it, and they wound up putting it on their second record. So meant to be, you know, like Linda and McCartney or, you know, those great Elton and Bernie Taupin songs, and every now and then there's a pair of people that were meant to write songs together, and there are two of them. Well, Vince, so we're having a big party today. Uh, we're also joined now from the mountains of East Tennessee, uh, Coach Jeff. Not yet. Okay, good to go with our. Sorry, I saw your text. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet on Jeff Fisher. <laughs> we talk about, about up oh, here. Hold on. I'm here, Pogie. What do you need? I'm here. <laughs> There's my buddy. Hey, Jeff, bro. Hey, Vince. How's the tour going? Oh, uh, you got you to make the questions harder. This, this is pretty easy. <laughs> I just show up, shut up, and show up. And like this. That's great. I, I, haven't had a boss, I haven't had a boss in 40 years. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> somebody else. They want That's... done a certain way. It's like having a coach. Yeah. So uh, Amy been? does. Amy doesn't count in that. She she's the main coach, you know. She does she does all the all the good coaching. Yeah. Like, all right now like, now. Let's bring in you, Jeff can Fisher. I tell you a great football story. Yeah, let me uh, let me, before you do. Let me bring okay. in Jeff Fisher. Let you tell the football story with Jeff. Jeff, good morning. How you doing, man? Hey, coach. Uh, good morning, Mr. Pogue. <laughs> Hi, Vince. How you doing? How you been, boy? I've been good. Um, I'm just uh, just wrapped up the first little session here. I'm in Johnson City. I'm doing uh, honored to be in the position to 
help out the Super Bowl here as it relates to the Salvation Army. So we're doing an nice. annual cool. luncheon, and so just been doing some stuff here, and, and uh, we carved a little bit of time out for you guys. So I'm doing good. Thank you. Coach, how about it? Uh, your boy here, Mr. Pogue, uh, is going to be stepping down from daily sports talk radio. Obviously, you two have forged a great relationship over the years. What are your thoughts on uh, on the Pogie Bear? Not stepping away, but or not stepping down, but maybe stepping away from this part of his day. Well, he just said he couldn't work with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, you, can you blame him, Coach? You've been around no, me. I'm <laughs> I can see that, but every good every good run has to come to an end, and yeah. um, it's uh, but it's his choice. You know, when you, when anybody can walk away on their own terms, God bless you. Mm-hmm. You know what? And that's what you do. But there's um, you know there's other things involved. There's a there's a granddaughter involved, and there's a lot of other things that are going to step up and and replace you know the gift that that he truly has. So uh, thanks for including me in this. Yeah, hey Vance, you were going to tell a football story. Go right ahead. Well, I got I got two. Back when I was in high school, uh, coach saw me out there kicking foot field goals, and he came up and said, "Hey, you're pretty good at kicking field goals." So I said, "Well, thanks." He said, "I want you to play for me," and, and I said, well, "I don't think I want to do that." I'm the smallest kid in school, and and uh, I, I, he handed me a football. He said, "Do you think you can pass this thing?" And I smiled. Said, "Coach, I don't think I can even swallow it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I, I love the game, but the, I was going to tell is Timothy B. Schmidt is the base player with the Eagles. He's he's a, he's just he's just not a, not a, not a big fella, slightly 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 built, and he was in an antique store buying some Indian artifacts and things like that, and somebody kept staring at him, and, and finally went over to him and said, "I'm sorry, but I." I swear, I, I think I recognize you. He said, well, yeah, maybe. I, I, I play for the Eagles. And the person said, oh, well, you must be the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, I, that, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I play for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vince, how are you doing? And well, where are I'm you? good, On the you know. I'm in uh, Houston today, Houston, Texas. I'm out touring with the Eagles, and this is my eighth year to to do that. And um, they're getting ready to shut it down. This is their they're calling it the long goodbye tour, and the key word being long. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to tour this year and probably some of next, and then I think they're going to they're going to shut it down, which which will be sad. But it's been fun getting to be a part of playing these great songs i've had a ball no i i remember you know i remember i think i can't remember where we were golfing something but you had just started and uh uh just it was like a dream come true you know for you i'll never forget you, yeah. you saying that i mean it really you know growing up it, and, it, and yeah i mean i i, I don't know if, you're, if we, we got to talk a little bit of, i'm a don henley fan uh, eagles fan in addition to yeah. ben skill fan but I was curious about how that that worked out, and it was it was your answer was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what I think what's most important to those guys are the songs they created, and, yeah. and and people, you know, what's what they've. I don't think people thought they would like hearing somebody else sing "New Kid in Town," but they they heard me singing. They go, "Hey, that's going to be okay." 
And Don yeah. it's really about these songs now. And truth is, you go play a show and there's 17,000 people singing every word of every song we're playing. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really accomplishing that much. <laughs> hey, Jeff, um, your son Trent, I mean, uh, an aspiring singer-songwriter, correct? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, he... Um you know, he was the you know he was the one, uh, one of my the only one of my kids that had any kind of talent, and uh, so yeah, well, uh, don't let that get yeah, in the way. He's getting ready to yeah. I, I think he's really close to doing a little publishing deal as a writer. He's playing. Nice. He's doing the writers' nights around town, and yeah, it's been really fun. It's been fun, a great experience for me just to kind of you know to take. You know, just to take it all in to learn that side of the business and everything. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So he um, uh, he married um, Sydney Clawson, and her father Rodney uh, is a very very successful songwriter. And um, so yeah, so uh, that's what that's what he's doing in addition to he's still teaching. You know, and over at uh, CPA, which where his passion is his kids. And um, that's what he's doing. But, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Craig. Coach, what did you think of the Super Bowl? You know, I thought uh, – I mean, I started back in the championship weekend, and, you know, it was it was such a great mixture of the four teams. You know, Detroit won. You guys – you know, I, we talked about this. I drafted Jared, uh, you know, to the Rams, so I was pulling for Jared. If that didn't happen, then – you know, I spent a couple of years with the 49ers. And both the years I was with the 49ers, we lost the championship game against the Cowboys. But so I was looking forward, um, you know, to the, obviously to the outcome. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised that, that, you know, that Kyle did what he did yesterday with respect, uh, you know, to the defensive coordinator. But for a game to go all the way through the first overtime period and, and the way it did, it was um, pretty impressive. And I don't, um, uh, this, even though everybody else is out there blaming Tony Romo, I like listening to Tony Romo and whatever he said during the, uh, that last play to, to, you know, as they say, disrupted the ending, the dramatic, the drama at the ending. You know, I'll, we'll let that go. But I, I thought overall it was a, it was a great football game. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, either team, either team could have walked away. Um, I'm more concerned a little bit with the reality. Of what happened um, was it yesterday uh, there at the parade yeah. the day yeah, before? Yeah, it was awful. Um, that's concerning of me. Um, can you imagine being one of those police officers and running as fast as you can towards the sound of gunfire? But I, I'm just uh, not to get off on that. But I just uh, you know we need a wake up call around here, and um, so. Uh, but as far as the game was concerned, great, great football game. I I don't know what. I would have done had I been in Andy's shoes when Travis Kelsey about knocked him down on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. I might have got a little mad, but, um, but beyond that great game, I, I, I kind of, you know, I expected, you know, Kansas City to come out on top only because what Andy had done during the middle of the year with, uh, you know, his change, his go-to back to the running game to old school type of stuff. I, I thought they'd find a way to win it. Vince got to watch it with his mom, which is very cool. And who's she pulling she, she for, Vince? Me, she didn't. She um, she kept asking me every fifteen minutes who the two teams were. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> she didn't care. <laughs> she didn't care. It was just fun sitting with her, watching the commercials and the whole nine yards. Great. It, to me, it was a great game. Just like when you thought, you know, everybody that was a naysayer on Purdy, he'd come back and then da da da. I love the, you know, the. I didn't know what the hell was wrong with Travis going up there doing that to Coach Reed. I thought maybe he said, don't you know, my girlfriend came to see me play. And she <laughs> what are you taking me out for? <laughs> and she came here from Japan to see me play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> By the way, Jeff, uh, say hello to Pete Weber, the voice of the Predators, is sitting here with us. So we've got a cast of thousands here. Well, uh, Pete, how you doing? I'm doing great, Coach. Doing absolutely great. Would, Fred's going to get up and get on a roll here, dance after the regular season's over. I hope we'll see I what sure happens. I hope so but, as well. Um, we'll be out there pulling for you. And um, thanks for honoring our buddy Greg. Um, you know, he speaks the world of you. This Greg, you understand what's going on around you? Did you think this was going to happen? I no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to get my friends together, and you guys have been awful good yeah. to me over the years, and wanted to say thank you collectively. There's a there's a one word that I can think of, Greg, and that's called integrity, and that's what you have, and that's why you did what you did for so long. So, congratulations. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, Vince. Good to talk to you as always. Yep. Okay, buddy. Ah, uh, ditto. Good to hear everybody. But uh, congrats on. <laughs> On your new venture and your new 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 walk and and have fun with it. Well, well let's bring that up. Hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let this. The Nashville Cats, Jeff Fisher, uh, <laughs> is uh, at the helm of that uh, with uh, Nancy uh, Nancy Eckert and Tamara Dad Allen, our uh, ownership group. So go Cats! That's right. Hey Vince, you know what this means? I at the helm means that I can meet you out at the golf club anytime. Just call me when you get off the road. <laughs> <laughs> this means your golf game's going to improve. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Vince, thank you, man. Appreciate it, Jeff. Uh, we'll be talking. All Thanks, right. bud. Okay, thank you, guys. See you, Vinny. See you, Coach. Be good, guys. All right. Uh, Vince Gill and Jeff Fisher. All right, we'll take a break. We'll take some calls. 